All right, let's get it. Are we recording? Yep. Right, Welcome to the 35th episode of the Step Back Draft Night Special. Uh, here with my good man, Jacob Moses, Gunsmoke Jake, and back for our second week, our good friend, Total Basis Podcast host, Felipe Melicio. I am a double, double doing, threat. I'm excited, man. Thank you for having me on another week. I, I love the NBA draft, as I uh, explained last week. I'm glad that you guys uh, brought me back for back-to-back episodes. Uh, glad that I can be uh, uh, helping with the show in any way. Thank you. Absolutely. Back to back. You're going back to back. That's right. It's like the Bulls in the 90s, man. All right. We don't want to hear that shit. (laughs) 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 Thank you. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. So tonight is draft night. We got a lot of excitement. We've been, uh, I know, Jacob, you've been waiting forever. And and Chicago, the fourth pick in the draft. Uh, I know you guys are excited tonight. Absolutely. we're closer, much closer to the start of the season. And, you know, we're going to have a live watch uh, when it comes on at 8. We got about 20 minutes or so left to it. Uh, but in the meantime, we had a lot of events going down when the calendar started on Monday with the trade being lifted. And it went in hot and heavy. Uh, yes, sir. First, Chris Paul to the old case uh, from the Thunder. Gaining draft picks left and right, he goes to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Felipe, what, what's your thoughts on Chris Paul going to Phoenix? Man, uh, that's so weird. I mean, it's it's an improvement over um, over uh, R- Ricky Rubio, so I'll give him that. Uh, and, and you know how I feel about Chris Paul. It, you put him on any team, then they're gonna win. Uh, it might be a little bit of a of a shaky proposition in Phoenix. But Chris Paul, uh, you know what I think about him. I think he's he's awesome. He's amazing. Even at this advanced age, he's always had an old man game anyway. And he can only right. – all he could do right now is just help stabilize his sons a little bit more. They have a lot of young talent. Uh, he becomes a de facto leader, whether they want to uh, admit to it or not. He becomes a de facto leader, uh, the de facto floor general. Put everybody in line. Keep everybody in line. And uh, Devin Booker might – I mean, if he wants to, he could benefit from it immensely um, and elevate his game, take it to that next level. And and if Devin Booker's happy, then everybody in Phoenix is happy. And that means all the other players on – like I said, it's a very young and talented team. Uh, they can only um, – what do you call it? Benefit and improve immensely from this pick uh, – pickup, I should say, this acquisition uh, with Chris Paul here. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on it, Jacob? Uh, it was perfect for them, man. We heard it towards the, you know, towards the start of free agency. Chris Paul, it was gaining steam, and now you have somebody to run in the backcourt with Devin Booker, which makes him even deadlier. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see, especially with these guys. And I, hey, right now Booker might be dropping thirty a game with Chris Paul on the team, man. It might, it might get serious. They might actually make a actual run. Yeah, yeah, like. I like Rubio he, he for what he does, but Chris Paul is that veteran leader with a jump shot that, that backcourt mate that Booker needs. He's a pick-and-roll guy. Uh, Aiton, his game can only improve from there. And what from what they did in the bubble, the veteran leadership, I mean, the sky's the limit for, for Phoenix. They gave up a lot 
of assets, but I don't, I didn't think it was anything of significance. Uh, the biggest name in that trade was Kelly Oubre, who really had a breakout season uh, last year, but he, yep. he goes over to OKC and uh, uh, continue his improvement. Mm-hmm. Uh, the but seriously, the Sun, not the Sun, the OKC is just pretty much cornering the market with like young, just good young players and draft picks. I, I, man, Sam Presti knows what he's doing. Man, it's it's just amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. I can't stress enough how good that guy is at his job, and you're setting yourself up for the future. You know, with Alexander, Gilgis Alexander, Ubre. And whoever they decide to pick, if you, you know, Steven Adams could still be there for the future. He's only, what, 28? So he still mm-hmm. can be the guy in the middle for, you know, another six to seven years. And just plus with the deal of Al Horford, hey, that's a lot they can do. They might still be able to make the playoffs. Yeah, and 17 and picks Oof. until 2025. And if I can intervene for a second, uh, we, we, I got into this discussion with someone a long time ago about how do we judge general managers in the NBA, right? Because it's such a player's league. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an elite player, your odds of winning a championship go down. Um, it's the equivalent of uh, having a mediocre quarterback. Uh, Jacob and, and I, we know best about not having a, an elite quarterback in the, for your NFL team. That's for sure. But, um, but, it, but, it, but what Sam Presti here is doing is – it's just, it's just amazing. I mean, if this was baseball, we would, we would all be uh, glorifying him right now. He'd be like the equivalent to Andrew Friedman. But since it's basketball, and I think that the championship weight is a lot, a little bit more heavier in the NBA than in, than in Major League Baseball. I don't think Sam Presti gets the the the, uh, the credit that he deserves for constantly just doing what he's doing right now. It's just, uh, star player leaves. Well, we'll bring in more depth. We'll bring in more draft picks and. Uh, will still be relevant like Jacob mentioned all those players that they have I mean that's good enough for them to be maybe not a real threat for a championship but it, it, they'll, they'll definitely be a pesky team mm-hmm. uh, in those uh, uh, in the uh, fighting for that eighth or seventh spot yeah you look at OKC they're like a mid-market team and they're running the equivalent like the Tampa Bay Rays mm-hmm. any yeah. trade you make with Tampa you feel like you lose that's what it feels <laughs> like with OKC you know you <laughs> gain draft picks, they gain young talent, they will trade veterans for draft picks. Just call them the Tampa Bay Rays of basketball. Okay. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Rays of basketball. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's truth, man. <laughs> That's what it is. And, and that Chris Paul trade led to a domino effect of the next one which uh, I guess is still pending, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks trying to placate Giannis. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, Pelicans did their own little heist of their own. Uh, Drew Holiday got them three, three draft picks, and uh, the Bogdan Bogdanovich trade is being held up because they didn't <laughs> ask the guy if he wanted to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I read that and I'm going, really? I mean, does it really matter? I mean, dude, you're going to a contending team. What the, I don't want to go there. What kind of no. losing mentality do you have? <laughs> I do not want to go to Milwaukee. I want to stay here in California. You know, <laughs> it's really what it boils down to. It's um, <laughs> you know what happened is they they didn't they didn't think it would matter what he thought. 
mm-hmm. until it mattered, right? It, then it's like, oh, you don't want to go where we where we send you? It, it is weird. It's it's Bogdanovich. Who cares, right? But apparently, you, I, apparently, it's a thing. It's so weird. Yeah, it is. I've never heard of somebody not wanting to go to a contending team. This is new. This is 2020 for you. <laughs> you know what it is, Jacob? I, I think he knows something that we don't know. Maybe he knows that the what the writing's on the wall and Giannis isn't staying here long uh, for long here. So that, that could be truth. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he bounces after the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe he knows that. And to stay in Milwaukee for a loser when – and you you'll have to drive like ninety minutes to a real city like Chicago. I mean that that's that that can't be good for the guy for Bogdanovich's uh, future endeavors in the NBA. So I don't blame him. How far is Toronto from Milwaukee? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you mean Buffalo. How far from Buffalo is to Milwaukee, or how far Nashville is to Milwaukee? Right? Is that what you meant? Uh, no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, the, the idea that Bogdanovich, they didn't ask him and I mean, he, granted, he's a, he's a baller and I, I like the holiday move. He is the underrated two-way threat, uh, point guard that they needed. Bledsoe is awful. George Hill is awful. Um, you pair him up with Chris Middleton and the sky's the limit, uh, for a well-rounded defensive team that needed some scoring punch at the point guard position. If the Bogdanovich trade doesn't uh, work out, what's the next target that you see from Milwaukee? Jacob? Uh, do they have any first-round picks? That's <laughs> 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 the only way they're going to be getting the deal done. I mean, unless you can pry like a maybe a DeRozan or a Buddy Heald, but Buddy's value is kind of high, so if your first pick is not involved, it ain't happening. So uh, Milwaukee better just get ready to stay where they are. Zach Levine, maybe, huh? Zach Levine, huh? Hell but then what, is, what do the Bucks have that the Bulls won? That's the other thing, right? So That's true. I mean, not, not much. Damn uh, sure is it, man. They have nothing. I'm surprised they even got somebody. Oh, no, it's man. looking pretty bleak. It's looking pretty bleak for them right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, Al Horford to the uh, to the Thunder. Bad move for Philly, even re-signing him in the first place. I, I didn't get the deal why they did it, but um, again, draft picks and Danny Green. I mean, <laughs> Danny Green has been passed. Around. Danny Green has been passed around without a puff. Puss, sit your ass down. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> take Al Horford, please. That's basically what Philadelphia. That's just what take they him. did. Exactly. Yeah. It was like, listen, we'll give you picks. Just, just, come on, do us a favor. Take them off my books. Maybe we'll go and get somebody else. But man, Leon said this from the get-go. It was just bad. It was just made no sense with them be, being there, and it just came to fruition right there because. It didn't do shit. <laughs> I was saying, <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> that shit is horrible. But um, yeah, it was another good deal for the Thunder. I think like now you get somebody else that can play with Steven Adams. I guess less pressure. I don't know what the issue is, but um, yeah, 
Give me a second. Give me one second. <laughs> uh, but, like, to, to piggyback on what Jacob's saying, I mean, that, that's a pretty – even though we laugh, it, that's not too bad for the Thunder to have another uh, front court presence to be alongside uh, Steve Adams. Now, we know Horford can't block for shit. Um, he's 6'9", but he, he doesn't have any hops. He doesn't have any rim-protecting abilities, as you know, traditionally speaking. He's no Rudy Gobert, but he can hold his own. Um, and he stretches the floor a little bit. So, and it's a good complimentary piece to uh, Steve Adams, who's a more of a, a grinder down there, more of a, a down low kind of player. So even when the Thunder are just trying to do another team a favor, if, if Al Horford is, is going to stay in, uh, with Oklahoma City and, or whatever, I, I don't know if it's, a, if it's a, a possible for them to just waive him and, and eat up the contract, or I don't know. I, I don't know if it, if it works that way in the NBA. Probably not. But if he stays along, I mean, that's still – I could see that still benefiting the Thunder for the next season as well. Yeah, uh, I, I can also see what um, Matt Bushnell, good friend from the Audible, uh, he suggested that they would probably trade Stephen Adams. And, you know, Stephen Adams is a commodity in this league as a, as a big man. Boston needs a big man. They got draft picks mm -hmm. to give away. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Stephen Adams ends up in Boston. Uh, you know, I, I don't see two slow big men working in this league with the way the offense is run. No, that's true, too, yeah. That's true, too, unless they uh, they want to go that route, which they can. Not a good idea, but they can. But, uh, no, you're right. I mean, if, if Steven Adams goes to uh, the, the Celtics, I mean, that's all, that, that would be so monumental for Boston as well. And, again, Thunder just – racking up those draft picks. Now, it doesn't matter uh, if you can rack up these draft picks and don't hit on all your draft picks, then it, it's all moot. But uh, I'm pretty sure uh, – I have confidence in Sam Presti that he'll at least hit on maybe 50% of those draft picks and, and not, look, not look too foolish in making, uh, and, and, and collecting those, uh, those first and second round draft picks. Yeah, plus they have so many draft picks, they can flip a few for a star they needed to. Exactly. Um, no, they're looking really good right now. I mean, if you want to tank, this is the way to tank, for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, unlike uh, Philly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't trust the process over there, Leon? What's going on? Nah, nah, man. They, they, don't get me started. <laughs> but uh, another under-the-radar trade, Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers. Um, I love that move. I thought, I thought he was a sixth man of the year. Yeah. But, uh, I've always liked his game from Atlanta. Uh, solid point guard who, who, who can score, gets in you defensively, and provides another option for LeBron uh, when he decides to kick out. Um, I, I love that Schroeder move. Uh, I've always been a big fan of Dennis Schroeder. I've been waiting for him to kind of come onto his own since he was drafted by Atlanta. Uh, fast. Uh, Kind of a little wacky, a little zany, but that's okay. You know, we like the attitude here. Um, and from what I remember, he's improved his shooting as well, which was a big problem coming into the NBA. Uh, I mean, he's – let's face it, if he, if he hasn't been improving, he wouldn't be uh, in this league for too long at this point, right? He'd be, go, he'd be going back to Europe. But, you know, he's a, he could be something special uh, in terms of um, – being that uh, at the very worst, at the very worst, Leon, he could be a second unit point guard. And 
not many teams yeah. have a reliable one at the, uh, if you look at the depth charts up and down the NBA right now. Uh, yeah, um, he definitely provides value, especially for a championship team, uh, really lessen the load for LeBron ball handling duties and, and at the spot of shooter as well. Um, now, going to get into some trades that probably won't even happen. Been a lot of rumors this week with domino effect. <laughs> James Harden. Uh, <laughs> to turn down $50 million a year and yeah. try to force your way to Brooklyn. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've been kind of waffling on it all week. Um, I'll give you my thoughts in, the, in a minute, but w- what's your guys' thoughts on Harden going to either Brooklyn or Philly? Oh, <laughs> for, go ahead, Jake. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I want this one. Go ahead. I want, I want all the smoke for this one. Now, I want him to go. I want him to go. Just give me y'all big three and give y'all this hope. Oh, yeah, Brooklyn's going to run the East. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And then to watch him crumble. And I'm going to laugh my ass off because we know somebody is going to get in their feelings. We don't, I don't want to say who, but I have a feeling who Kyrie. it's going to be. Kyrie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> I mean, he's going to get in his feelings. I don't know if he's not going to get the ball enough. Or Listen, it's just going to be real interesting. Then I want to see how they build around the team with whatever they have left. Because if they give something up, it's not going to be some, oh, get him out of here or to make James Harden happy. No, the Rockets got to get Levert, Allen, Dinwiddie. Who else? Who else there was in that deal? Torian Prince. Ew. Um, <laughs> picks. <Yeah>. Picks. <laughs> you got to do something, but this is – y'all got a three-year window. That's all I'm giving y'all. After this, it's right back to the drawing board. But at least you have a window. I give you that. But you got three years to somewhat make some kind of move, and I don't know what happens after that. But I, honestly, I would make the move. Listen, you want that championship? Do it. Would you have? What would you say if he goes to Philly? I'll laugh my ass off, actually. What the hell are they? Oh, I mean, they would have to give up Simmons. He would have to be in a deal. Maybe, man, who the hell is on that roster now? Uh, Josh Richardson? Richardson? Yeah. Josh okay. Richardson, Tobias Harris. To Harris yeah, not going anywhere. He ain't going anywhere. He is. Him and B going to ride for the next four years. But, yeah, I can't see Philly either. It just... Yeah, and plus, he Harden is he's doing it smart now. He's like, listen, this is where I want to go, and he's trying to orchestrate it, and you can't blame him for that. Yeah, I'm looking at the Philly roster right now on ESPN, and they they don't look as deep as they have in the past. Uh, I mean, Glenn Robinson the third might be the best uh, bench player uh, on the second unit. <laughs> and that's saying something. Yeah, well, it's not saying much. I, don't <laughs> yeah, I think I think Philly would rather have Glenn Robinson the uh, the second as opposed to the third at this point. But <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, like again, assuming that this is correct, but we, like I mentioned last week, I'm not too positive as to how accurate these depth charts or how updated these depth charts are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't found a good one, but if this is the case, I mean, Ben Simmons, Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris, Mike Scott, who's injured. And Joel Embiid are your starting five with Glenn Robinson the third. Something called Furkan Korkmaz. I mean, that sounds like a like a that sounds like an alien. Like Robin Williams played him in Mork and Mindy, right? Furkan Korkmaz. Um, yeah, uh, no, it's gonna. I'm assuming because uh, they they don't have a lot of uh, players that they're going to be busy acquiring 
uh, more depth at free agency, but it's just depth. It's not, I don't think they can do any difference makers like we've been talking about mm -hmm. this whole time. And like you mentioned, Jacob, they might not have enough, uh, they might not have enough bullets to go after James Harden. Um, no way. Nah, that's, that's unfortunate. Unless, unless they get really creative, which I mean, with, with Daryl Morey, I, I wouldn't put it past him, but mm -hmm. yeah, even, even more, he would have to be thinking out of not just outside of one box, but maybe two or three boxes at this point. Yeah. It just doesn't <laughs> uh, speechless. <laughs> so where I ended up going along with, with this Harden to Brooklyn deal, um, I would say, I say, go for it because you win with superstars in this league. Now, Levert, Allen, Prince, and uh, Dinwiddie, mm -hmm. you send that back to Houston, they, you can put them in the playoffs, uh, in the playoff hunt right now. Uh, granted, the, the roster around Brooklyn would have to, you can fill that up with guys like Carmelo Anthony and, and other mid-level guys where, you know, just to fill out a roster. But uh, Kyrie, KD, Harden, granted, they're ball-dominant guys, but mm -hmm. in this league of load management, I think it'll work out where you have one guy take a night off, another guy take a night off, where and then once you get to the playoffs, it's full throttle. Mm -hmm. And there's, this would be the most unstoppable threesome in the league. Yeah, um, I do agree with that. Derek Rose and the sex party in Los Angeles, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was a foursome. Never mind. You're right. You're right. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Jared Allen. I think he's going to get his money, and, it, and it's going to come to the point where uh, they can't pay everyone. But mm -hmm. as Matt mentioned earlier in the comments, it, it's going to be hard to make the salaries match uh, to, to try to get that to happen with Harden and, and, and KD and Kyrie to make that all fit. And as you mentioned earlier, somebody's feeling is going to get hurt once, you know, one guy has an off night or somebody's not getting the ball enough. And you... <clears throat> Plant that with a rookie head coach and Dan Tony, who's known for letting players just run wild, it could be total chaos in Brooklyn. But that's the type of roster where you can't win one championship. You got to win two or three. Mm -hmm. Not one, uh, not two, not three, oh not boy. four. <laughs> uh, hey. Oh boy. That's, it's, it's a but lot. It's it, New York. Yeah. And if that happens, I got to kick everybody off the bandwagon. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be as bad as the 2015 Met run when everybody walked around the city with Met hats all of a sudden. So <laughs> if James Harden comes to Brooklyn, I'm kicking everybody off the bandwagon. You, nobody's allowed. Tell him, Leon. Tell him. That's right. You go tell ahead him. and tell him. Tell him. Listen, whether we winning or losing, I'll, I'll still rock my orange and blue. You know me. I ain't messing with that Brooklyn stuff, but um, it's like KD. Uh, I had to, you know, let's rephrase him. Well, I didn't want that pressure on me, and you know, coming to Madison Square Garden. Hey, you. Um, it's not too far from each other. Uh, I hope you know you in the same state there, buddy. The pressure is gonna be there, especially with Brooklyn. The whole nuance of that Barclays Center. The pressure is gonna be even higher because now you're gonna be expected yeah. to come back 100%. BKD and lead the team. <laughs> That's, but it's basically when you look at this, 
it's like the OKC team with Westbrook, Harden, yep. and KD. That's just just like it. Just as crazy. Yeah, can they get over that hump? That's gonna be the question. Just a bigger, bigger microscope. I mean, this can only benefit um, KD though. If, uh, mm-hmm. They they say that coming back from an Achilles, um, the players are never gonna be the same. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, and James Harden is still built like a rock and he's still playing all these games, I mean, yeah, there's gonna be load management, of course. But oh yeah, I bet. I mean, if like you mentioned, if if, if KD can have some time off and and take more load management than the other two guys like well then Kyrie also needs his load management because he's also made out of glass but mm-hmm. this this might actually be very beneficial to Brooklyn to have a, a horse like James Harden go in night in night out get the 40 points and the 10 assists and the and then lead that squad to wins while Kyrie and Kevin Durant are on the men constantly so mm-hmm. it might not be such a bad idea after all and by all reports what we're hearing in workouts, uh, KD looks like pre-Achilles KD. So we'll see how that plays out. But, I mean, if it were to ever happen, I'm, I'd be pretty excited for it. Um, <laughs> I, I know LeVert and Dinwiddie, they're good players, but to get someone of, of MVP caliber, you have three of them on the same team, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty hard to pass that up. Yeah, you got to take it. And like I said, no matter what, the, what kind of window you have, you got to take it, and this is it. Make it happen. Get that chip. Let me see. Are you seeing Adam Silver's talking as well? I want to yep. see. Okay. Yeah. I want to yep. make sure I'm on the same way. I don't want to be missing anything. I want to get the live reactions and all that kind of stuff. So I'm doing it on yeah, the I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to send a uh, link in the comments mm-hmm. uh, if anybody want to hop on before uh, the uh, draft starts, get some thoughts on where their team stands and mm-hmm. uh, what they look forward to. Um, I'll send the link in the comments, hop on. Uh, in the meantime, I want to touch a little bit on what the Westbrook rumors to the Knicks, Hornets, he's damn near going to half the league. The Knicks <laughs> been rumored in half, half the trades. Uh, Jacob, what's your thoughts on the, on these, on the Knicks and, um, and, and where they are? They actually, I like the deal moving up a little bit. I think that second pick, the 23rd is going to be for Isaiah Stewart because they had their eye on him for a while. It's the feelings mutual between both teams, but back up to the first, I really think they're going to try to get up into the top five to get Obi. I mean, that came on pretty quick. I'm hoping that happens, but, um, but the whole Russell Westbrook thing, I, I mean, yes, it's nice to get a star, but, I don't think he would do well, you know, with an RJ and stuff. He always had, you know, guys around him that can shoot. The Knicks have nobody that can shoot, really, besides Dotson. But he's not even on the squad right now when you actually look at it. So, right now, you can't – I mean, yeah, it'll be nice. Like I said, it's half of me. I wouldn't mind Westbrook. I'm a fan. I love his game. You know, he'll still put up his – Gaudy numbers is 25, 7, and 8, or whatever. He, you know, maybe a triple double, but um, but we'll see. They, they have a lot of routes to go. A lot of, I think they're in the discussions with a lot of teams, maybe Cleveland, you know, maybe Chicago. You never know. Uh, so we'll see. My god, KG, yeah, man. Uh, so we have Minnesota on the clock, they got four minutes, four minutes to go. Um, holding number one pick. There's been a lot of talk of them trading that pick. We'll see what happens there. Um, 
Melo Ball, Anthony Edwards. Where do you guys think that Minnesota would go with this pick? LaMelo, after that, Anthony Edwards, oh, I'm not going to – my heart is not in the basketball, man, you might slip. Because <laughs> any – I don't know. I can't even take it. This is the this is the kind of Nick move I can see happening now. He drops all the way down to Nick's goal. Hey, look at this guy. He dropped to us. Let's pick Anthony Edwards, and it would be the worst damn thing of all time. <laughs> I, I see it right now. But, um, yeah, I will go LaMelo now after that. Anthony Edwards is a better fit, I think, because – I just don't get the LaMelo ball thing because D'Angelo Russell is a really good point guard. I don't – I'm not getting having a LaMelo ball there, but, hey, that is what I mean, the only way this makes sense is a LaMelo ball is just going to be there to distribute the ball and D'Angelo Russell That's become <laughs> kind of like the off guard. But mm-hmm. then you still got Malik Beasley. Uh, I think James Wiseman might be the pl- the, the play here as that'll allow Cat Carl uh, Anthony Towns to move to mm-hmm. the number four uh, position. If I mean, I don't know if that's what he wants, but – uh, other than that, uh, maybe James Weissman, if the T-Wolves get the, uh, get this uh, prospect, he'll be a long-term project. So, mm-hmm. uh, But from all intents and purposes, according to Walsh, they're trying desperately to get, get out of this position, down to yeah. the last minute, down to the wire. They don't want any part of this. It seems like nobody wants to be in the top four, top five. This is what I was talking about. Uh, I was talking to my buddy Matt Bushnell of the Audible. I tell him, man, this is why tanking is never guaranteed. This is, this is what happens when tanking goes wrong. Um, now you got all these teams that, that did all they, they could to lose on purpose are now having some regrets. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, th- this is, these are the players? Crap. Uh, uh, anybody want this? I don't want it. This is crazy. Oh, I got some news. Clay Torrey's Achilles. Now, will that change it now? Will Anthony Edwards be in play for Golden State? Yeah. Torrey's wow, Achilles. Holy crap. That sucks, man. Oh, is that for sure? Because earlier it was just the uh, the it was just they were just saying there was a leg injury. Is it really now officially the the yeah, Achilles? I just that's on the NBA source. We know that Clay Thompson, uh, Clay Thompson's injury is simply not good. And then I saw Torres Achilles. So let me. Wow, man! You gotta wow. You gotta that be kidding. Sucks. What? Yeah, because part of the big deal for the Warriors was, hey, we're everybody's coming back healthy next year, so we're good to mm-hmm. go. And uh, we don't even want this pick anymore. And you're right; they might have, uh, a, they might, they might have a second uh, opinion about this uh, number two spot that they're in. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like you said, Anthony Edwards. Uh, I mean, if they re- if they want a, a a player that can step in right now, Denny Abdija, and then pray to God that they take him away from the Bulls. <laughs> <movie>. uh, <laughs> yeah, um, that. I mean, and if anything, they can always, you know drop down a little bit and get one of those other point guards, uh, those mm-hmm. combo guards that we talked about last week um, and go from there. But man, that, that, that sucks for them. That really sucks. Oh man. That... Yeah. 15 it, seconds. It, by the way, to, you guys. Whew, to try to get someone of that caliber, two way player, efficient shooter. I mean, Curry's right hand man. Uh, Matt mentioned Zach Levine. You guys are really trying to get rid of Zach Levine. I mean, yeah. Gus That's working crazy. hard to do it. <laughs> I, I, I still think Bradley Beal is in play. Yeah. But I, I just oh. – yeah, that's true. But I think – honestly, I think they go Anthony Edwards because this is too logical. It, it's too logical. They're like, just get your two guard, let D'Angelo rock at the point, and go with it. Just, you know, Minnesota's known for fucking up picks too, so. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> It's going to be interesting. It is. Go ahead. 
Uh, well, we're still kind of anxiously awaiting. I haven't seen Adam Silver get up there. <clears throat> this is just so weird. I missed him going up on a stage and like this. Well, it's COVID, man. The, I know. This is 2020. This is crazy, man. Fucking lives. <laughs> a hell of a way to start the decade, by the way. 20 people are saying, "Well, it's just 2020." Now, I might go into 2021 as well, and maybe 2021. <laughs> and Michael Jordan's go. number 2023. <laughs> man, we might go back into 2020. It might not change after the <laughs> clock strikes. Jay Williams. What? He? I think he's another one that could have been really good if he, yeah. you know, he didn't have that injury. Here we go, guys. Adam Silver. All right. I'm gonna raise up the volume a little bit, but not too much to distract. There you go, Jacob. There it is. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Has a painting of uh, what looks to be his grandma, maybe. I don't know. Uh, mm. Two uh, women. Uh, paintings of two women, probably mm -hmm. family members who are no longer with us. And uh, what a moment. It's a hell of a moment. I I'm a sucker for this type of stuff, as you guys mm -hmm. can tell. Look at him. Look at him. I hope he likes basketball now. <laughs> you better, man. <laughs> You know what one is your, it's your livelihood, man. You better go with it. Yeah. I wonder if he wanted to play in Georgia. Uh, maybe he wanted to, he was hoping that the Atlanta Hawks can get him somehow or another way. <laughs> well, I he's mean, going to Minnesota. What do you, how do you feel, man? This is actually, you know, I still rock with them. I, I wanted to do well, you know, but let's let's see. They got a young squad, man, with Towns, Russell, B. Their whole lineup is just is talented. But I mean, he better he better bring it. I ain't like a lot of fans in Minnesota anyway. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, hey, just from Atlanta to Minnesota, it's gonna be it's gonna be different for that kid. Weather's different. I yeah, mean, the expectation that expectations they shouldn't be as well. It's gonna be high because he's the number one pick. But man, all you really gotta do is score and give a damn on defense. That and that was his biggest thing in school. And shoot a little bit better at the free throw line, but. Hey, you show show that you give a damn on defense, become a nice little two-way player. You got an all-star on your hands. And but yeah, the talent is there. It's 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 time for them to make the playoffs again. If they don't make the playoffs with this roster, mm -hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, well, it's a tough it's a tough conference, Jacob. So don't hold your breath. But uh, really quick, uh, as we mentioned last week, Anthony Edwards shooting guard out of Georgia, 6'3, 225 pounds. He has the power, length, explosiveness. I really liked him as a prospect, but it seemed like as the weeks came on or, uh, you know, the, the, the days went on, it, it sounded like his, um, what do you call it? His stock kept dropping for whatever reason. And, and mm -hmm. usually because of his own accord, uh, bad workouts and uh, stupid things that he said. That he said. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is that he's a, he's a versatile scorer, uh, mm -hmm. versatile defender uh, is learning how to facilitate and get others involved. Uh, he's not going to have to in uh, Minnesota for too much because, mm -hmm. like you mentioned, D'Angelo Russell's there. Uh, and the weakness is that, is that he lacks court awareness. Uh, he's very inconsistent, very streaky shooter. Mm -hmm. uh, defense wanes. Uh, that's why I, I, I compared him to James Harden, just because of the, of the pedigree and, and, you know, the lack of defense kind of thing kind of made me giggle. So, <laughs> uh, and of course, NBADraft.net compared him to Dwayne Wade, which uh, I think you guys agree last week was a better comparison. Yeah. James Harden. Uh, he's Way being better. interviewed right now. Uh, but so, yeah, uh, good for him, man. Uh, yeah, definitely. That's, that's pretty cool. It's always yeah, it, it, bro. yeah it, it, it's exciting to be the number one pick. Um, like, like you say, Minnesota is a much different uh, feel than the rest of the NBA. I, I have an issue with how Minnesota develops their players. If you, they had a similar player to this in Andrew Wiggins, who 
they gave a max contract to and dealt them away. So if you look at his type of skill set, I mean, it, it sounds like they filled a need. If it were me, I probably would have went ball if I were Minnesota. Uh, but uh, it's a new regime up there. Mm -hmm. uh, I, uh, I hope the kid does well and, you know, maybe prove some people wrong. Yeah. I, I, I really like him, man. I really like him. Uh, this is, you know, I'm, I'm questioning his, you know, what everybody else is questioning, right? Is the, his determination and his, and his want, right? Uh, or, or if you're in Chicago, if you're a White Sox fan, his will to win, I guess. But yeah. uh, everything about him just screams like, yeah, he could be the guy, you know? Mm -hmm. He could be that person. I mean, this, this draft lacks um, an explosive scores like that. And he's, he, he cornered the market on that. And that's why he's the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So now we get so, the Warriors. I mean, what do you think? I think they go Wiseman. I mean, you you need that you need that center. I mean, and plus I want to see the MJ Lebar Ball thing. That that's must man. That that's gonna be glorious. Just just see, man. Oh, yes, everything come back to bite MJ. Just I love that shit. You don't yes. have any Warriors guys in here, man. Yeah, where's Carter? I know. Well, you got to get somebody in here. Terrible. I mean, did you post the link on Leo? Uh, well, you, uh, I did, but you know how Warriors fans work. Um, they only show up when they're winning and That's nowhere right. to be found when they lose 50 games a season. So, uh, you know, Warriors. we believe you. Yeah, you need more people. No. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I definitely, yeah, go Wiseman. I mean, I, why would you go? Well, you never know. Ball, ball, and hey, he come in, stay in the state, his home state, man. Hey, I, I, I think their need for a big man is just it's, way too pressing. And, the, and, and he's right the best there. big man here. It, it, yeah. it, it's too obvious. It would shake up the draft. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I agree shake with you room. guys. Uh, it seems to be the way to go. But with um, with Clay Thompson being hurt, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. They might, they might uh, surprise us and maybe trade down and try to get one of those other combo guards, like I mentioned. Otherwise, yeah, it makes sense to get James Wiseman. But I just, I just, you know, the thing with him is that they were trying to move out of that, that this yeah. position this whole time. And I'm just wondering how much do they really like James Wiseman to not want to be in this position to draft James Wiseman to begin with. So that's something to be concerned with. But, but anything can happen tonight, man. It's, uh, I mean, we already got shocked by uh, Anthony Edwards getting uh, picked by Minnesota, <laughs> so to speak. So, uh Nothing will surprise me at this point nah. in the 2020 NBA draft. I know. This is, this is pretty exciting, man. That's all it's like. You just don't know. There's so many prizes. Like I said, I think this draft is deeper than what people know of. Like, if you do your research on them, it's yeah. pretty deep. I mean, or a lot of guards. Last week. Exactly. See? Follow Felipe in his spreadsheets. He came and killed it with that. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, but let's – man, this is going to be real interesting. Come on. Be smart. Let's get Wiseman. Get your center of the future. <laughs> Matt, Matt also reporting that Bogdanovich has rejected the Bucks trade, so he will be a restricted free agent. Ooh, so that that uh, that's a setback from Milwaukee. Um, I'm almost certain he'll get paid, but mm -hmm. it, it's it's a bit shocking to me. 
And you're seeing Matt Bushnell also uh, uh, campaigning to uh, for the Bulls to get rid of Zach Levine by any means necessary, either to the Warriors or who else, or, or Milwaukee. Just get rid of him already. So he's uh, he's working the phone, so, so to speak, for, uh, Come on, for the Bulls Matt. at this point. Come on, Matt. The kid really show progress, man. Like No, I think he's I, part of the problem. I think I, he's part of the problem in Chicago. Man, at this man, point. Y'all were proud of the problem, man. Who hit that man. nonsense? <laughs> We see, we see how I mean. A guy's averaging about what twenty-five, five and five, yeah. and his team still sucks. That's hey, who, whose fault is that? Yeah, marketing and, couldn't uh, stay healthy. I mean, Wendell Carter Jr. Same thing. I mean, you gotta listen, catch man, a break. We don't, we don't, we don't make excuses for anybody else. All right, so <laughs> I mean, we, we piss on James Harden every chance we get, and that guy, all he does is produce, and you guys are questioning his. <laughs> His TWTW, his will to win. And now he's going to go to Brooklyn or, or Philadelphia, and you guys are, like, mocking him. So well, this is the reason. Oh, here we go. So, uh, I interrupt you because Adam Silver's on the screen. I'm going to raise the volume up a little bit higher. Come on. That's wise, man. Which means we're going to get LaMelo Ball in good old Charlotte. James Wiseman. Yeah, he's relieved. He's relieved. Yeah, he's a wolf. Thank he's you, Lord. So thank you, Lord. Oh, oh. It's the MJ Ball Show, boy. It's going to be it's gonna be fire. I mean, fire. listen, no, nobody wants to go to Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? They can get an endless supply of Jordan brand shoes and stuff. Well, not, isn't that part of the allure? I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. All right, man, it ain't. So the Hornets, right? We haven't been talking about them as much, but um... – Lamelo, right? I mean, this, this, this is it right here. It's either Lamelo Ball or, or. Oh, they're going Lamelo. No, but there was someone. There was a player that Jordan really liked uh, in this draft, and I can't remember uh-huh. who it was. Was it Lamelo or was it somebody else? I think it was somebody else. He, he likes bums. He can't draft for shit anyway. That's um, true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Great as he was, go. You know, like I said my go of my whole being of living. You know, yeah, that's that's the goal. But as an executive. That shit just went out the window. I I am I'm not sorry. He is trash. I don't know. Maybe just I don't get it. I just can't even explain how bad he is as a Kwame Brown. What what? Who else did he pick? Adam Morrison. What? Oh yeah, that's all him right there. Who, who hey, listen, did... this is why he didn't do shit when without Jerry Krause. There I said it. Uh, I said it. He's a horrible talent evaluator. If it were up to him, the Bulls would be having Walter Davis and Charles Oakley and. He never won a championship. There, I said it. Truth hurts. That's the bottom line because that's what happened. And now look at him. He's, look at him as being the talent evaluator. He can't do shit. Uh, yeah, and it's actually he wants Lamella Ball. So maybe he gets his wish and and uh, maybe he. Oh, look at James Wiseman crying. That's all. I like seeing that, man. Yeah, that, that's the passion, right? That's the passion we're looking for, right that, there. That's what I'm there talking is. about. I'll be crying too. Oh, thank God, I'm not going to Charlotte. Oh, thank God, I'm not going to Minnesota. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know him too. Like, oh, I get to go to a winning organization. Uh, I love seeing that, like, man. Yeah. Looking for that stuff. So, like, what also doesn't make any sense is, okay, you had Kimba Walker there. You dra- mm-hmm. he actually did draft him. Now, oh, that's true. He didn't pay him. He didn't pay him. Now he wants to bring try to bring in Westbrook, a thirty, a much older version who can't shoot, mm-hmm. for more money. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Well, well, you know, he loves he loves Russell Westbrook. I mean, he, he probably sees Russell Westbrook, and he probably sees a lot of himself in Russell Westbrook when we all know that 
you know, from watching the Thunders and now the Rockets struggle to get far in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it, but Russell Westbrook hurts himself more than he actually helps himself, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, it's this hero ball bullshit, right, that Michael Jordan still believes. Like, people still believe that Michael Jordan won those six championships by himself, and Michael Jordan probably believes his own hype that, hey, if I bring this guy in, I can win that cha- – I can probably get my franchise to win a championship finally. I have a good uh, player there, and uh, yeah, it's, it's really that's what it boils down to. It's this hero bullshit mentality that it doesn't work in today's NBA. It never matter. How, it never worked. It's just a better. It's just a better narrative for people who uh, who like to oversimplify things. And, I no, I agree with you. Look, see, we agree. But that's the one thing. Yes, Jordan was great, but everybody, I hate the the whole. Oh, he played with this person. He wasn't that good. I mean, Scottie Pippen was great in his own right. You know, you had Steve Kerr in the league. Steve Kerr was like a career, what, 45% shooter. So mm. it was John Paxson. He had, yeah, let's put it like this. They had perfectly constructed teams. Everybody did their role. Everybody played their role to the T, and that's why they were so good. I mean, the best team assembled, it wasn't the prettiest, but everybody played a role. When Luke Longley is your five and Bill winning things backing you up and you're still winning championships, you're obviously doing something right. You got something right in the next yeah. four positions. You know, yeah. Ron Harper. Jerry Krause, uh, the doing some analytics in basketball right there. He's always a three-headed monster at center, never a super and, and a league full of superstar centers. Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of scrubs back there and they were holding their own. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, man. That's that's not all Jordan right there. That he, he it's a team sport. And that's all I'm going to say because we, we, we talked about this numerous times oh. on this podcast and uh, the Bulls fans are getting mad at me already. So I'm going to just – nah, hit, right hit, hit him with the guns. No, no, no. Yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you a counterpoint. Russell Westbrook won his MVP playing hero ball because, yes, he was the only star on the team, but he was allowed to do his thing. And that's how he – that's when he's at his best, mm-hmm. when he's on a team full of role players. That's why, and that's why I think half of me like, oh man, the Knicks can actually do something, but I don't trust it because they were they probably want a boatload, and the Knicks are actually thinking, I, man, this, this 2020 might have been shitty for everybody else, but for Met fans and Knicks fans, hey, it might be looking up, all right? It might be. I'm not gonna get all too hyped, but it's a little bit in my chest saying, man, we're getting there, we're getting there. Well, but yeah, this gotta be Lamelo Ball. Speaking of getting there, yeah, LaMelo ball to the Hornets. Um, Jordan gets his guy. Uh, we've seen what Jordan likes, and when we've seen Jordan get his guy before, so maybe the 20th time is the lucky charm for him. I don't know, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, whatever. I mean, listen. He don't look happy. I thought he was pretty happy. Well, LaMelo? No, nah, no, nah, his dad. He, he got the fake smile on. He's like, mm. Well, he also has a mask on. He's being responsible. He's being socially distant, right? He's oh, no, no. You could just tell. Like, he's like, eh, I want him to go well, his, teeth, his mouth is so big, you can tell when he's smiling through, a, through an <laughs> opaque mask is what you're saying here. What the hell? Nah, oh, look at Lamella trying to dunk. That's so adorable. Yeah, yeah he – I don't – I'll say it right now. I just – he somewhat grew on me. I still don't like his game. His shot pisses me off. I mean, you, you're not going to be Steph Curry in it because you, you don't got it like that. Have you seen him? Yes, please. Look at these college highlights. Now tell me if half of this shit going to work in the NBA. I hope they show some of those highlights. It's actually Australian basketball league rules right oh. there, brother. Yeah, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the Chino Hills one when he was actually in high school. Oh, oh, oh he's in like college. My bad. He's like college. Yeah, yeah. No, no. My bad. But, yeah, he, uh, he finally dunking. Uh, 
Yeah, you get a tech for that. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, it's really quick, Leon. You mind if I recap the last two picks? Uh, you know, just yeah, uh, remind the folks. Okay, so let's go back with James Wiseman. James Wiseman, big frame, seven foot one. I mean, you guys already saw some of the uh, highlights there on the television, but yeah, explosive, agile. I mean, I was you. You guys heard me last week. I was super excited talking about this kid right here, seven mm -hmm. one, two hundred forty pound. Uh, potential franchise center. He's still learning the game, though, uh, and he has a very questionable motor, but, you know, probably being in college, he's probably just bidding his time before he gets to the NBA, but we'll see what happens because in the NBA, that shit gets exposed. Uh, I thought he could be the next Dwight Howard. Uh, NBADraft.net has him as the next Hassan Whiteside, which, once again, you guys sided with uh, NBA Draft instead of, instead of with your boy here. So, um, <laughs> LaMelo Ball uh, coming from uh, the land down under. Uh, six, seven, one ninety. So he needs a little bit of bulk in him, but uh, he's a great ball handler, as you guys saw the highlight. Oh, look at Lavar Ball uh, playing football. Okay, and he could play. He could be Michael Jordan, right? Uh, he was rated as the number one uh, prospect. Lamelo was, uh, according to ESPN, creative, uh, great size for a point guard. But uh, one of his weaknesses that I mentioned was his dad, for obvious reasons. Uh, and that's the reason I don't like him. But other than that, I like his game. Uh, as 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 far as uh, traditional point guards go, he lacks strength because he's scrawny. He's weak on defense because you know he's a ball. Um, but he could be a franchise point guard like Jason Kidd or even like what Lonzo Ball was projected to be back when he was a prospect in the mm -hmm. draft. Uh, and the NBA Draft.net, which once again you guys sided with, Sean Livingston is the uh, I, comp here. I like so, it. Yeah. Oh. So now we get to the ball. Well, all my favorite so, guys got selected, so I don't go. know. I think they're gonna go here with go. Benny Abija. I think they. Oh uh, yeah, they better. Uh, not, they can't go Obi. That would just be stupid unless y'all trading somebody. I'd rather have Obi. I mean, just from a uh, because he's more athletic and. But uh, uh, I don't know. Denny has skills, but you know he's um, he's very limited. I mean, he's never gonna improve more than he is right now. So mm. that, that's my only concern, and it'll, it'll be another safe draft pick by the Bulls. But you yeah. you might not have a choice here. Um, <laughs> But I also heard they like Patrick Williams out of Florida State, too. Yeah, I, Matt is, is heavy on Pat Williams. We spoke a bit about Pat Williams uh, last week. Uh, recap a bit on, on your thoughts on uh, Pat Williams. Yeah, Pat Williams. Oh, wait, the, the, the pick is in. Uh, let's wait. Let's okay. wait. Let's see what Adam Silver is saying. It's, it got to be that at Denny because you need a small forward anyway. Yeah. An actual playmaking small forward because you got to do something with Carter and Laurie, so – well, uh, you guys called it. Patrick Williams from Florida State, small forward, 6'8", 225 pounds, a different type of small forward. Regardless, uh, the guy has length, seven-foot wingspan, great size, great speed, good shooter. Uh, this is a big upside pick for them. This is a lot better than, De than getting Denny Avdija. Mm -hmm. I mean, as much as we like the, the guys with the high skills, I mean, it's mm -hmm. always good to have the guys with the upside and the athleticism. This, this shook the room, I think. I think this is going to now start a little spiral because Patrick Williams, he actually shot up the freaking board. Yeah. He was projected like 15 into the 20s. Uh, so, ESPN had him at number nine. Really? Uh, last, yeah, last week yeah. when we were on, uh, we did the episode together, we, we, uh, he was number nine last week. Holy shit. I thought uh, he was in 15 to 20 when I first looked at it. Not ESPN because I usually don't look at it, but. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but there's a downside to his game is he's still raw on offense. He's still learning. He's very sloppy play player. Uh, mm -hmm. Same thing with James Wiseman, inconsistent motor, but who knows, right? That could be him just trying to be uh, getting out of college in one piece since they don't play their players mm -hmm. down there. So uh, three and D combo forward like Jeff Green. I, I, I compared him to Jeff Green. 
NBADraft.net compared him to OG Anunobi. Anunobi, sorry. So Patrick Williams, uh, you know what? This is a nice little surprise. Uh, I like it. Um, it's a long-term project, but I mean, at least they're not drafting for uh, for right now or uh, to fit a need, as we we talked about numerous times last week. Uh, it's always dangerous when you're trying to uh, draft for need in the NBA draft. So. Mm-hmm. Not that picking for upside is any better, but I mean, when you have a guy like like this guy, six eight with a seven foot wingspan, I mean, that's a lot better to be excited for mm-hmm. than than the guy who's um, you know scrawny and gets pushed around and mm-hmm. he's a try hard but doesn't have much in his game. So, but we'll mm-hmm. get to Denny when he gets selected. I mean, he's gonna get selected sometime oh, soon. Oh, for sure. So this we'll see. Means the Knicks might they might have just lucked out on something, but we'll see. If Cleveland. I, I wouldn't be surprised because a lot of Nick fans I know they they're high on Denny. I yeah. I gotta see him play more. I've seen a little bit of him, but I don't know. You know, me and um, foreign guys just don't. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I know the kid's skill, but you get to New York, it's a whole different animal, man. It, it really is. But Patrick, so that means oh, he is a small forward though. So I mean, at least they actually okay. stuck with the position. He could play powerful. Yeah, he's like a three slash four. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you look at his numbers uh, from Florida State, the nine averaging nine two and two, mm-hmm. disregard those numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a three and D guy. Uh, like you say, a lot of upside, but still raw. Uh, I, I think I don't think it's as bad as the reach as Trubisky is. Mm-hmm. Or if you're gonna look later <laughs> on down that. the line. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to look later on down the line uh, saying if you had a Watson or a Mahomes, in this case, OB or uh, Devin Vassell, mm. I, I think you will be pleasantly surprised. This it, is a, a solid pick. Yeah, it's definitely solid. Florida State ran a system where everybody got the ball. It was no you know, main guy on the team, like you said, with Vassell, three, another three and D guy. They just, they breed three and D guys, man. It's just the way the world for them. But um, solid pick for the Bulls. I, they shocked me. I mean, I saw him climbing up there and I heard it at the end where, oh yeah, we might pick him. They're really hot on him, but hey, more power to you. Give Kobe White a chance. I, at the beginning of the whole draft, right, I'm like, oh, they might pick point guard. They might not give him a chance, but hey, let him rock and you gotta, he plays D. Wendell Carter can play defense. I mean, you, that thing shadow, you know, Laurie Markkinen's shortcomings on the defensive end. So, hey. It's a tall lineup, too, man. Uh, oh, in the yes. court, it's a pretty tall lineup. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing with the Bulls is if, if they were really looking for a small forward, there was also Isaac Okoro. But I think there's a, a foot issue with him, right? Is that the guy I, I heard about? Oh, that's Okongu, right? Oh, okay. No, yeah. Sorry. I got my, uh, my players with the letter O's confused here. But uh, Okoro is a different type of player though however uh, he's more mm-hmm. of a defensive specialist and uh, I mean Patrick Williams I mean I know Bulls fans are I see the comments here they're not too thrilled with this but <laughs> uh, I think we I think we lucked out here guys I think we'll be fine uh, listen no, nobody here is gonna put you over the top as we mentioned last week nobody outside of the top three guys who just got who went top three not in the order that we expected but they went top three anyway mm-hmm. so right at this point you just have to draft you know, for upside and hope for the best and hope that Billy Donovan uh, will coach these players up, uh, Patrick Williams up, I, I should say. Um, but Matt Bushnell, I want to mention that he said that 
that the only reason Michael Jordan drafted LaMelo Ball was so he could play LaVar, uh, LaVar Ball one-on-one. <laughs> That's probably true, too. Jordan's an asshole, so I can see that happening. Look oh, he's that. a giant asshole, I'm yeah. going to bust your daddy's I, ass just to do it. I took it personal. <laughs> and I, I, I took that personally. <laughs> he was going to ask for the whitest jeans, and I'm going to beat him with these jeans. <laughs> but I, I want him this big. <laughs> After... <laughs> I had to read here what Matt said, though. Cleveland was talking to the Knicks for a while. You know, the Knicks are really pushing for OB because he's a CAA client. Leon Rose yeah. coming from that. So you never know will he get his guy. The pick is in. I don't think he get him. I think he stays in Ohio and goes to Cleveland. Becomes a really good player. Piss me off. Um, if the Knicks get him, man, that, that's, a, I, that's a really good pick. I, I like OB a lot. I like OB, yes. I, that kid can do everything on the floor. That's Amari with the three-point shot. <clears throat> in my eyes, um, and plus I'm a, you know, I'm a homer from my city. You know, he's from Brooklyn, where I was born, so that's pretty awesome. You know, we hopefully he can. Well, like Kevin Durant. Anyway, he's from yeah. like what is he from? What is he from? Maryland? Who cares? Anyway. Well, I mean, Mellow's from Brooklyn. <laughs> I know Mellow, man. I'm Money Mellow, man. Just Bree, Bree Ballers. But um, yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it actually can happen but i don't know well why would you pick ob2 like you have to basically you got to get rid of love you got drum well drum is going to play center but love is there like nobody's taking that contract so what are you going to do with that kid you're just going to make him like sit you're going to play him out of position like it's it's weird but well i mean they're two different types of players right ob is more explosive i mean we talked about it he's just athletically gifted Mm -hmm. and kevin love uh since his days in UCLA was he had no hops. I think he has like a one inch vertical. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's crafty. Yeah. And again, uh, I mean, you, you can draft for help now or you could draft for upside later. And I mean, I I just got ecstatic because the the bulls picked the for upside later and Mm -hmm. maybe that's what all the other teams are going to try to do right now. Best play available. Absolutely. I do agree with you. And, And the difference with that Billy Donovan is the coach. Mm-hmm. I think Coral just went to the Cavaliers. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Uh, really quick, the number seven uh, prospect, according to ESPN, uh, as far He's as dropping. last week. He's going to um, the league, I think. Oh, I am shocked. Uh, we just mentioned uh, – wow. I, we just mentioned him, right? And then now he's – holy crap. Uh, went to <laughs> Auburn, obviously, 6'6", 225, small forward. Defense is his game. They Very raw, but optimistic. Uh, his game might improve on the offensive side. Impacts the game without scoring. I mean, we, we need players like that, right? I don't know if they're top five, top six worthy, but we need players like that. His weaknesses, can he score consistently in the NBA? He's a terrible shooter. Uh, Could have used another year in college, but then, you know, if you stay in college, your, your stock drops. Mm-hmm. So he's damn if he does, damn if he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's a versatile two-way role player uh, in the mold of what I compared to was Stanley Johnson. NBA draft uh, compared him to Karan Butler. Damn, so man. If he, man, if, if he gets, like, any offensive game to the tune oh, of Karan Butler. Oh, he's going to be Butler, dangerous. I mean, he, he consider himself lucky if that's oh, the case. Oh, absolutely. He, it sounds like he has a ways to go, and this is going to be another up. Like, we answered, it's an upside pick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. um, so uh, and, and it's fine. If you're the Cavaliers, it's it's a nice little pick that you got yourself here. Um, but, um, yeah. And like like Jacob was mentioning, Obi would have been a more exciting pick if I'm a Cavs fan. I mean, the hometown kid comes back home, uh, more explosive, uh, has some offensive upside. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, at least 
at least Okoro can maybe steal some minutes, some mm-hmm. consistent uh, minutes in the Cavaliers. Uh, so maybe that's part of the reason. Maybe they are drafting a little bit, not just for upside, but also a little bit for right now. Yeah, maybe they okay. think, especially with Kevin Porter getting in trouble as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, so maybe this is maybe that was the motivation was to find Kevin Porter's replacement. We'll see. It, it could be, and also they might they need a small forward. They really don't have a small forward, and I never even thought about that. They, you know, they played absolutely no defense, and so this makes sense. And I'm shocked, but heading to Atlanta. They might need a point guard. They're not getting a power forward because they got Leon's boy, John Collins, there. So they're not going power forward. And Detroit got Blake Griffin. So, you know, it's looking kind of good for me right now. So, but, <laughs> I mean, Detroit's, um, trying to, Detroit's trying to move Griffin. Yeah, yeah, and they, they're not going to move him. They can't. Who, who, you yep. traded for, who was traded for him? Bum knees and up. And as much as I love Blake Griffin, as yep. much as he improved his game with his jumper, his three-point, I'm proud to see him do that. But hell no, nobody's taking that. And plus, I'm thinking they like Okongu because you got rid of Drummond. You got rid of Drummond. So you can come around. You get your center of the future. You're paying him on a rookie deal. You never know. But, yeah, this is getting real interesting. This is is draft all about, man. This is. And uh, the Hawks, I'm surprised they would want to stay here, but they might just go after another high upside guy uh, Mm -hmm. right here because – Hawks, they don't look too bad right now if, if the depth chart at ESPN is accurate. I mean, with Trey Young, Kevin Hjorder, I'm, I'm butchering his name, sorry, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, Clint Capella, uh, and then Cam Reddish coming off the bench, uh, Dwayne Dedman, who also did some things, Jeff Teague as your backup point guard. Again, mm-hmm. I'm assuming this is all correct uh, uh, over at the Worldwide Leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way no one can blame me for using the wrong information. If ESPN has been wrong, that's not them. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, at this point, yeah, might as well go for the high upside guide. Uh, Maybe maybe they maybe they're the ones who get Obi Topin. Mm-hmm. It's possible. And Matt Bushnell, you know, thank you for the, you know, he's bringing them in. They're saying they might go a Congo. So hey, let's see it because I'm maybe he's quicker than everybody else. But hey, if they do that, it's fine with me. But let's. Um, uh, let's... Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta's been trying to move out of this spot forever. Mm-hmm. You heard multiple rumors of Gordon Hayward. Um, they tried to get him for Gordon Hayward. Um, Free agency, uh, free agency starting on Friday. They're looking into mm-hmm. getting some veterans in, like Rondo and Gallinari. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they need a Atlanta's point, in a good man. spot. But I can see them picking a point, too. I mean, maybe like a Hayes, but let me see what Matt said. Before. Mm-hmm. He said, I think uh, he said uh, something about Hayes, but yeah, that, that's another one. Pistons. Bush I, says Hayes going to the Pistons. I can see that. They need a point. They need, I love, Matt, tonight, this is so what said, I'm talking about, Matt. <laughs> no football on tonight, so he's gonna go he, full NBA mode. That's what I'm talking about. You talk about that guy is versatile. He's mobile, agile, hostile. Let's do that. Let's do Matt Bushnell scouting report. Let's do that. Let's do <laughs> versatile, agile. The pick is in. Let's see. Man, I'm thinking of Kongu. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking because they, they got rid of. I mean, I don't know. Well, no, they got then they got Capella, right? Yeah, they can go point guard is trade, but they can get a you know off guard. The Halliburton would make sense for them too. I was just thinking that Halliburton thinking. makes a lot of sense for them. So I want to see this, but Matt, can this be can this be life that the Knicks have to get stuff falling their way? I've never seen this happen <laughs> before. I mean, but no, it's always the one pick away. I don't trust anything because the one pick away always happens. And maybe I'm the only reason. I like. I really want Obi. I'm not even gonna lie. It was Obi, 
and I'm hoping for like a Kira Lewis or Cole Anthony. Screw you, other Knicks fan. I want Cole Anthony. I do not care what you guys say. And I'll say it right now. Give me Cole Anthony. I'll be happy, but we'll see. But, Speaking um, of rumors, they're saying that uh, Ricky Rubio might be back uh, with the Timberwolves. Ricky Rubes. Hmm. What the hell? All right. I, <laughs> well, Maybe that's why they didn't, they didn't pick LaMelo Ball. I, I guess. I mean. <laughs> as, a, as a pure point guard, it, it worked for them, but uh, he's improved his shooting over the years, and he, he would work well next to, to, to Russell. Um, I, I mean, I still don't see Minnesota contending with all of that, yeah. uh, that young talent, but Mm-mm. Rubio, as a veteran presence in that locker room, would, wouldn't hurt them. No, nah, not at all. I've always been a fan of Rubio, even – you know, when he came out, you knew he was going to be a great playmaker. He showed that in Spain. You know, he his three-point shot has come a long way. It's oh, he, yeah. he never was a shooter. And, yeah, like Leon said, I'll test to that. And he is a great leader that you can have. And here we go with Atlanta ATL, shouty. Yeah, they just uh, – Okongwu. Yeah, uh, Onyeka Okongwu out of USC. Hey. Six yeah. nine, two hundred forty five pounds, mobile, quick and agile, has strength to go with it and leaping ability. Uh, versatile defender, as you can see on the TV, that he played with the Ball Brothers back in Chino mm-hmm. Hills, or I don't know where yep. that picture's from, but I'm assuming it's mm-hmm. Chino Hills. Yeah, uh, I think so too. Good it's footwork it. and inside game. Although this is—is is this the kid who got his uh, foot yes. injured, right? Yes. Ooh, yeah. I don't know about back, all that now, the footwork and the inside game. Uh, the negatives on him is that he's an undersized center, awkward mm-hmm. ball handler, but. He lives in the paint, but he has questionable upside. Uh, he's a lob-catching, shot-blocking center, according to uh, ESPN. Uh, I compared him to Amir Johnson. Uh, and speaking of the devil, NBA Draft.net compares him to John Collins. There you go. I mean, that, that dude is – man, if y'all don't know about John Collins, y'all better do some research and watch some video because that dude can ball. Yeah, I like Al, Detroit, you need a point guard. Get Killian. Let us get Obi. Let's get on this roll. Because if you pick anybody else, we going I swear, I'm gonna go to Detroit City myself. Me and M might have a. I might snuff him. <laughs> Don't go to Detroit, man. It's dangerous. Don't do it. I, I mean, I mean, listen. Hey, I got bulletproof vest. <laughs> Be up in there, bulletproof hat. Fifty said, but come on, I think they go on point guard and come on, Nick fans, get excited, man. I'm, please, Lord. Give us this. Maybe we can get Rand. Maybe we can trade Randall or something and do that on draft night. Get some more. I'm being greedy right now, man. This never, this never happens to me ever. I no, they're sitting pretty. The connects are sitting very pretty, and, I, and they have a guy that looks like he's under control over there in New York. And this all is they crazy. Do is shut the door behind them so James Dolan <laughs> can't get in. Exactly. Lock it. Lock yeah. it. Lock that shit. But um, yeah, this is pretty. This is pretty awesome, man. It's. It's, everything's going right, but this is always the one pick away. And then I see Obi Topic coming on the screen. I'm just going to – all right, guys, have a good night. Shut it down. Go to sleep. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, this is real interesting, man. These – how this has transpired. What is this, Rock? Oh, actually, the trade with Trevor Reza. Man, how many times is he going to get traded? Who, Trevor Reza? Yeah. Like, what? As many times it takes, man. That way man. he'll learn. <laughs> hey. It, it fits though. Detroit's all about defense and toughness. Not anymore. Uh, Ariza's <laughs> gonna get nah. Ariza's gonna, gonna get bought out at some point, oh, and he'll go to a contender. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna flip him at, at, oh, of at some point. Yeah, he, yeah, he's just <laughs> LA. Yeah, I, there you go. I mean, 
And going back on the Schroeder deal, I missed. I kind of missed that. I heard you guys talking, but I really like that deal for LA, man. They really needed that point guard. LA is just one of those teams that always gets their man. By hook or by crook, doesn't matter. They get their man, and now they replace Rondo with the even younger player, and that can actually run the floor as well, a little bit better than Rondo. And hey, LeBron, LeBron Magic, I guess. Uh, it's you know, awesome moment right now. Um, uh, mother's son and on the uh, television right now. Go mm-hmm. ahead, sorry. Uh, so a little bit, what that Okongwu pick also tells me is that the Atlanta team is going to be real, real heavy in free agency, filling their mm-hmm. needs with veteran players. Like we said before, Rondo, Gallinari. So they don't have to draft uh, based on need because they can pick that need up in free agency and mm-hmm. get a high upside guy. Uh, like a John Collins type, if they fail mm-hmm. to re-up him in the offseason. So that Atlanta pick makes a lot of sense. Um, a Congo isn't needed now, but it, you know, it's good for the future. Mm-hmm. Pistons are making a selection right now. Come on. Come on, get Kelly and Hayes. Come on and do it. Come there on it with it. Kelly and Hayes. Damn. We miss you. We, we miss you. Let's. Merci beaucoup. Kelly and Hayes out of France. Point guard. 6'5", 192, strong frame and tools to defend, good athlete, good scoring potential, creative passer, experienced lefty. Uh, negatives on him, not explosive, rattled by pressure defenses, uh, a little sloppy with the ball and turnover prone, no right hand, lacks quickness, inconsistent defense, and takes a backseat with better athletes around him. So uh, might be uh, an issue with weak competition up in Europe maybe. Uh, He's going to be a big playmaker, according to ESPN. They, I compared him to D'Angelo Russell. Uh, NBADraft.net compared him to the only uh, draftee from the 2003 draft to get a triple-double that in his rookie season, Mr. Kirk Heinrich. My guy. Our guy. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but wow, I just – wow, man. But, yeah, Kelly Hayes, is a, he's definitely a good one. I like him a lot. Uh, yeah, I like, I like him. He's just got to improve on the shooting a little bit. He's quick. Um but yeah, you you sixteen European Championship MVP man, you you got game to be doing that. He's a playmaker, lefty. Leon Leon loves his lefties, so you know what that is. Um, Phil Mickelson. Oh yeah, but he you know he reminds me of a smaller Kelly Oubre. Ah. He reminds me of him. Just All right. Touching everything, I, I like it. But yeah, Pistons they fill a need. This is the first filling a need probably of the night when you think about it. Like actual feeling of a need that, but um, yeah, I like this pick for them. Well, you don't believe in Derrick Rose, man? What's wrong with you? Derrick Rose was. Hey, uh, hey, I I love me some Derrick Rose. I mean, I I mean, he's more for the city when he feels like it, you know. Exactly, MVP. You don't gotta do nothing anymore. He's good. He already submitted that. He came home and won y'all MVP. And then he went to Los Angeles and got another uh, another kind of. (laughs) uh, He got (laughs) emphasis on the word P. Uh huh. We probably but, went somewhere. Kelly uh, here, here we go. Here we go. On him, yeah. without him, for him. Now we gotta watch this. I know X that out. X that out. Nobody came. Fizz gets. But everybody came here. that night. I heard. Oh, hey, hey, he was the he was the real MVP that night, man. I mean, <laughs> he saw, you know he he was like the king of Chicago kind of thing. He was sawing he was sawing his royal oats. <laughs> the best part about him is that he, his face has remained stoic throughout the whole it does, night. Always. He's, when, even when he hit the game with a shot, I will never forget that. he Stoic. Stoicism. That was yes. great. 
but man, this is is Obi coming home. I mean, this is this is just like a if they fuck his career up, I'm gonna be so upset. <laughs> I I I know you're big on Obi. I know a lot of Knicks fans are big on uh, uh they were big on Hayes, high on Halliburton. Is there yeah. any pick that would surprise you? Halliburton right now. I, I like as much as I like him. I like that suit he has. The place he has the Black Lives Matter thing. And when he, if when he opens it, you'll see it. it's pretty cool. But right now, you gotta go Obi, and then you get rid of Randall because this is two best play available. This is when you pick best player available. Yeah, uh, right according now. to ESPN rankings, actually, Denny Avdija is the best player available at number four, oh, but number, uh, as a number fourth uh, prospect on their list from last week. But right now, at number, at number six is Obi, Obi Topin. So. Yeah, they got – listen, Leon Rose is CAA. He's picking CAA. And trust me, mm-hmm. we have Brody. You think – what did Brody do? He turned the message to the New York CAAs, all right? That's exactly what he did, and they stick with their own. They will get their guys, and they will continue to do it. But it will shock me. They're taking a little bit too long. But, um, but yeah, Halliburton, would I be mad? No, Halliburton's a good 3D player. And I'm really hoping, though, that they can swing Randall right now. Maybe they pick him because they got a deal in place for Randall because Randall can – he will be a nice fit for the Wizards. He really oh, would. Okay. So, so let's say – Mm-hmm. They draft someone like Avija. Trade mm-hmm. Randall in that 23rd pick for the ninth spot. You mm-hmm. think Obi would be around for number nine? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's get right to, after. Get back to back picks? That, that would be, hey, the Knicks, right, that would be down. down. I'll, that's down. what I'm talking about. No, that's the gun smoke I'm talking about, Leon. That, that is the gun smoke. All right. That's <laughs> what I like seeing. If you, you come back around, you swing it, boom, boom, boom. Denny, Obi. The Knicks are in business, man. They'll, they'll look a hell of a lot better. They might lose it from games, but they'll be excited. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm gonna keep, as a Knicks, listen, as a Knicks fan, I'm not one of the, oh, yeah, we going to win it. No. Listen, KD, what are me and Leon talking about? Oh, you think KD come? Hell no. You think Kyrie's coming? Hell no. You're going to have to build from the draft, and you're going to have to do that. That if That's the only Here's Adam way. Silver. Don't tell me. Let, don't tell me. Let me. Let me just, there it is. Don't tell me. I'm telling. Let me see if they go on. Let me let me sit back a little bit. Let me go get some oh, alcohol. From, let me get some alcohol. I already saw it. Let me I don't know some, how. Let me get some you alcohol. Are, from, you guys are on a long delay, I see, huh? Yeah, a little bit, but let me get some alcohol just in case they don't. Uh, they don't pick a point guard. Something. Well, well, we do it. Hey, listen, play Frank, man. All world defense. Let the kid grow. I want to see Lob City with him and Obi. Adam Silver, man, you mess me up. I'm gonna go upside your head. Oh, yeah. I forgot you guys are behind me. Sorry. I, I saw it already. Oh, you there saw it already? Is. That's what I'm saying. He's coming home. He is coming mm-hmm. home. That's uh, I'm coming. Yes, sir, boy. Ah, there we go. That's the start. Look, I'll be crying too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I like, I, I'm, like I said, I'm a sucker for that type of stuff. I don't know if he's crying because he's going to the Knicks or if he's crying because he got <laughs> but uh, You ain't way, shit. <laughs> you ain't shit. Uh, over <laughs> <laughs> Obi Toppin, uh, Obi Topin, sorry, power forward out of Dayton, 6'9", 220, fun, explosive dunker, versatile offensive game, can help protect the rim. This is why I want, I wanted the Bulls to get him, too, just for that. Uh, limited defender, played center in college, so that's going to be a problem because his perimeter skills will get exposed in the NBA, according mm-hmm. to the negatives here. And he gets pushed around. I mean, he's only 220 pounds, so he's going to yeah. be banging with the big bodies. But, mm-hmm. hey, just eat, eat some more protein shakes and uh, <laughs> up, boy. Run and Absolutely. jump, uh, run and jump big with stretch skills. Uh, I 
uh, according to ESPN. I compared him to Aaron Gordon. Uh, NBA Draft.net compares him to Kenyon Martin. I'll take that too. Kenyon Martin, Kmart, man, is nothing better than watching Kmart. That's when I actually watched a lot of net games. Kenyon Martin was there because he showed so much on the floor. Man, that dude, and you know he had a screw loose, but you always loved it because he didn't care. Like, he was all up in your face. Every time he dunked, he, he showed his heart. I mean, that stuff like that I love. I love emotional players yeah. because they just – they do so much for a team. And you talk about everybody from that Nets team, I think Kenyon Martin was, like, the besides Jay's kid was the most important. I mean, because he just double-double guy and, ah, man, this, I, I really can't believe it. This is, this is pretty awesome. Hopefully don't F it up. Very emotional night for Obi, uh, as uh, you guys uh, will eventually tell. Emotional night for his family. I mean, he he he's at a loss for words right now. I don't know what he has on a he has a, like a tablet of someone watching. I don't know what's what what who that kid is. Oh no, tablet. But uh, they're, someone they're like, can tell me. I'm, I'm kind of curious because I I don't have the volume up raised too much because mm-hmm. of the audio. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, like I said, I I love seeing this stuff, man. I I don't care mm-hmm. that he's with the Knicks because you know I, I don't like the Knicks at all, but. Uh, <laughs> You can tell he's really excited to uh, just get drafted. I guess he is excited to go to the Knicks after all. Yeah, he's going home. Like, it's something when you get to go home and play. Man. Like, that, like, like I said, Derrick Rose, That's I was hoping he went there because I love players going home to make an impact on their city. And you, as much as you don't like Derrick Rose, when he came into the league, you knew what that kid can do. Like, come on. He, I, don't know, he I was always team Derrick Rose. I, we, there was a contingent in Chicago back in 2008 where they were talking about, we got to get Michael Beasley. Like, why? Derrick Rose is there. No, Michael I, Beasley, because we already got all these guards. Nah. But, yeah, but Derrick Rose is the guard. You got to get Derrick Rose. No, nah, man, we got to get Michael Beasley because we need a big down low. Mm-hmm. And, and what we talked about, right, when you – when you this is what happens when you uh, sucker yourself into drafting for need as opposed to drafting for best player available. So, mm-hmm. there you go. I'm sorry, Leon, you were going to say something, man? Go ahead, Leon. Yeah, uh, a little bit on Obi. Uh, you mentioned his defensive deficiencies. The Knicks have a bunch of players like that uh, as far as Kevin Knox and R.J. Barrett. That's true. But, but they, do, they also have elite defensive players such as uh, Frank and Mitchell Robinson. So mm-hmm. you, they can hide them a little bit. The Knicks, you can't hide shooting. Nah. Either you have mm-hmm. it or you don't. Mm-hmm. The Knicks needed this shooting. They needed someone with his athleticism and maybe someone who can push Kevin Knox mm-hmm. to that, to the pick that he was projected to be. So, I mean, I, I see no downside to what the, the Knicks did here. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, it's plenty of shooters in this draft and what they're moving up at. Now I, I was thinking Isaiah Stewart, but now I think they go Bane or they go get a shooter. You you got it. If they don't get a shooter, Leon, you 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 hit the home run. You know, you got the home run. Just keep adding on. Get yourself a shooter. Look a little bit better. But I, man, this is interesting, man. I would move. I would try to now thinking now going back to looking at Phoenix. Remember, we thought they would need a point guard. Now where do they go? If I'm the Knicks, I get on the phone and be like, hey, get who you really want. Get a knee Smith in there. I mean, hey. What's he talking about? Uh, Matt Bushnell is asking us if we're surprised that uh, there have been no trades so far. Actually, yeah. I, I, yes. All this talk, yeah. I was expecting more. and It, it better not be one of those things where like like 20 minutes or like an hour later, oh, uh, a trade has been made and it's been involving mm-hmm. the, the picks that were made like three hours ago. And I, I hope it's not one of those, but mm-hmm. no, I, I'm surprised. Go ahead, Leon. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, you know, but I also think usually when you those trades happen when you have info on these players uh, with the lack of workouts and, and physical presence and with no March Madness, it's really hard to work off of. So you're just really coming in blind. You're really just going for a spot just to have it. You know, nobody knows what's going on. So I'm surprised, dude, because there's been a lot of activity in the past, but I'm not surprised because of a lack of information that's that's out there. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Uh, Wizards about to pick right now. Um, mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Um, I think they go Denny. I think they go Denny. That's BPA. You'd be correct. Denny they, they got to man. You gotta. You get another playmaker for Beal, and while he comes back, man, that that team is looking not sitting pretty, kind of. I like that. Well, and that's a perfect I, I, place for him. Yeah, uh, fit and I. Te- literally, he was the best player available uh, right now. I mean, he was a number four ranked ESPN prospect as of last week, uh, and uh, here he is, Denny Avdija, small forward out of Israel, six uh, nine, two hundred fifteen pounds. Uh, he has point forward skill set, gifted in the pick and roll, has intangibles, uh, an intense defender. He's a try hard guy, right? Because mm-hmm. he lacks athleticism, but he makes up for it with intangibles and try hard ability. But he's a bad shooter. I mean, if you're gonna be a small forward in the NBA, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta shoot. You gotta shoot, man. Uh, there's a there's a highlight of him shooting right there. But uh, this is why they're highlights because they're only showing the good stuff, right? He lacks an ISO game, which I guess is okay because I mean, you got or you got John Wall and Brad Beal with the ISO yeah, game. Yeah, you don't so need to be ISO. You'll be distributing, uh, mm-hmm. and he has no left hand though, so that's he's predictable in that regard. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be a big playmaker. Uh, I compared him to an old Thaddeus Young. Uh, and NBA Draft.net compared him to Hito Turkoglu. So, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, we, we talked about it. It doesn't make any sense why nah, Hito nah. would be the comparison unless they unless they truly believe that he will improve his shooting skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I never seen Hito dunk on somebody like he just did in that clip. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that. But yeah, I like I like this pick for them. Um, they get a little, they get younger. They they needed to, and now they just gotta see if they can bring Bertans back. Because, you know, he can set up for guys like that, you know, hit him on the wing with his vision. So. There's a lot to like on the Wizards, man. They got mm-hmm. Thomas Bryant, yeah. uh, Rui. I like Hachimura. him. Um, yes. And then, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, this team is is long and and lanky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryant, Hachimura, Abidjan. They're long and lanky. Wall was a one speed guy um, right back. The, the wizards here are i don't think they'll con- they might contend for a nine ten spot they'll show some spurts just based on their star power but i i like this pick due to, to where their their roster is going um if they happen to trade wall or happen to trade beal this is a nice building block uh, of avija and hockey mirror to start from no i mean it makes sense. It really makes sense. I think the Wizards, uh, and you know, I, I'm doing something I, I promised myself I wouldn't do, and that's like give too much compliments to these guys because not all of these guys are going to hit. That's just the way it works in the NBA, right? Or in any draft, right? But uh, it's it's really hard not to get excited with the potential, with the upside, with the uh, seeing the um, 
the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, right? I mean, I'm looking at the at the roster now, right now with the Wizards, and it makes perfect sense that this uh, Denny guy would go to Washington because he's just the perfect fit, uh, ironically enough. Uh, and he ended up, like I said, he was the best player literally available according to ESPN's rankings from last week, and uh, which means that now Tyrese Halliburton uh, is now the best player available according to the chart that we used last week. Uh, uh, followed by Devin, uh, Devin Vassell and Precious Achiuwa. But getting back to the Wizards, I mean, you, you can't – I can't hate on it. As much as I, I'm kind of uh, reluctant about, about Denny, I, I, I can't help but really like this pickup by the Wizards right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so, uh, Jacobs. I, I, I'm back. <laughs> I, I will, so I will ask you a question. Felipe, mm-hmm. uh, your show – you do fantasy drafts all the time. Yeah. Now, the top five usually go, you know, status quo. If anything falls, deviates from that, you know, how – explain it, what goes on, I guess, when the, the top five deviates from status quo. And it throws uh, – I guess throws everything off whack. Yeah, I mean, it's a great question because we recently talked about it uh, a couple of weeks ago, Sean and I, and, and we had a guest from from uh, one of Sean's uh, uh, followers or followees on Twitter um, where I think the dude was talking about how he was just minding his own business in this mock draft and Mike Trout falls to him. You know, supposedly the greatest uh, active outfielder player right now, right, Mike Trout. And two things, and, and we talked about it. He immediately, seconds after finding out he was gonna that Mike Trout was available, he picks him up. A guy like me, who's more analytical, who had like, I, I explained it. Like, if I see Mike Trout available at number five, I'm wondering what the hell happened to Mike Trout. Why did he fall? Or mm-hmm. is there something that I did not research uh, good enough? Where or was there something that I did not count for? for the fact that Mike Trout dropped to number five. And, and it, it does become a panic move, uh, so to speak, because that wasn't supposed to happen. You, you do all these mock drafts, you know, in your head and, and, and real person and, and you do the simulations. And this whole time, Mike Trout was getting picked in the top three, top four. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he goes to number five. It, it, it yeah, some people, it just depends on, because listen, man, it's like we talk about on the show a lot. It's, you could tell a lot about a person, how the way they draft, right? The person, how they draft in these fantasy, even though it's fantasy, you, they are kind of exposing themselves a little bit to everybody else as to who they are as human beings and how they think psychologically. And our guy, Trevor, our guest, he fell on that like a, like, like a, like a Bears uh, defense falls on, a, on fumbles, you know, like, like the old Lovey Smith teams. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> like the old Lovey Smith teams, right? Like Brian Erlacher and uh, uh, Peanut Tillman just falling on it. Like, oh, my child, he's mine. And then you got a guy like me who's like, like, what the hell? Just why? You're flabbergasted. Like, why did he fall? Did I, did I, my projections not uh, account for something? Uh, is there like a, a statistic that I'm not aware of where Mike Trout is, no, is, is on a dip of his career and I'm not noticing it? Is he now 35 years old and I, and I, and I miscalculated his age? So things like that start to uh, roll in my head before I decide, you know what? I'm just going to go with Mike Trout. And, because eventually it's going to be the same result, right? Fuck it, I'm going to get Mike yeah. Trout, but mm-hmm. you're kind of like wondering why did I get Mike Trout as opposed to being excited for getting Mike Trout. You know what I mean? If, if mm-hmm. it makes any sense. No, it makes a lot of sense. And the Suns are, are about to select right now. So, mm-hmm. uh, oh, wow. 
All right. Phoenix uh, making big splashes. Uh, they got Chris Paul. And now they got Jalen Smith out of Maryland. That's a good pick. That's that's a really good pick. He's he's a like lengthy kind of guy. Uh, tough. Um, can block shots. I mean, they need some interior toughness there, and they got to get it from somewhere, right? The only problem I have here is that he was ranked at number nineteen. Oh, they reached. <laughs> they reached. Uh, unless they changed uh, this week, but you know, whatever. We'll, we'll we'll go with what we used last week. But uh, uh, if they wanted a power forward, they could have gone with Precious Achiuwa or like Sadiq Bey. But we're going, or or even Alexei Pokosevsky from Serbia, who we uh, had a little fun talking about him last week as well. But Jalen Smith, <laughs> Jalen Smith, power forward out of Maryland, 6'10", 225, good size for power forward, along with the length, can play center. So a little bit of versatility there. Good shooter, versatile on offense, rim protection, and good rebounder. Uh, the negatives, he's slow, limited on defense. He's a tweener, too slow to guard power forwards in the perimeter, and he's too small to guard centers. He's only 225 pounds. And he can't pass or create offense. So he's a, a little work in progress, but everybody's a work in progress in this draft, right? Absolutely. Uh, he's going to be a, a projected to be a floor spacing, shot blocking big, according to ESPN. And uh, we just talked about him, Liam Thomas Bryant. Uh, that's who I compared him to. This kid right here, Jalen Smith, is the next Thomas Bryant. Uh, NBA Draft.net compares him to Taj Gibson. That's not a bad career. I will take that. I mean, yeah. you know, you know about Taj more than a lot everybody else. I mean, tough guy. You know, another Brooklyn native. Um, they're born tough. <laughs> no, but he's a such he's a leader on the floor. I love him. You know, playing for the Knicks. That he's just that guy, that leader that you can go to. And he teaches you about the game, and that hey, I would take that. Oh, there's a shot right there, man. Oh, you gotta love that. Look at him go. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, on the ta- on the table. They're crying his little eyes out. That's the big man crying, man. That's uh, I, yeah. <laughs> this is why I, this is what I wait for every year, man. <laughs> you gotta love the NBA draft. You gotta Absolutely. love it for those moments. Oh yeah, could you get those? That's these kids work so hard in their like in their lives for this moment just to see it. You know, it's now this sucks as Nick fans because this would have been well besides RJ because there ain't nobody was booing him. But imagine the eruption when his name was free from the Nick fans. The Knicks they roll heavy in the draft. I mean, but imagine the eruption that would have had when they picked Obi. And I just, it sucks because that's what they're missing. But, you know, they're with their families. And as his emotion just pours out, man, you got to, I feel for these kids because it's great for them. This is, this is cool. Like you yeah, work good. your whole life for anything and you finally get to that pinnacle where you want to be. That, mm-hmm. That's it, man. <laughs> so, um, oh, just laughing at the comments. Yeah, <laughs> now, I, I, I barely know we've reached the 90 minute mark here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I know Felipe, you have a show we discussed on Sunday mornings, Total Basis Podcast. You can catch that Sunday mornings, 11 o'clock, over in Baseball Life. Our good friend, uh, Matt Bushnell, uh, from the Audible and Football Life, their next episode is on Friday with Week 11 preview. Uh, Donk City on Mondays, also in Baseball Life. Uh, we'll be back this Monday at 7 p.m. Uh, you know, we're going to stop the recording here pretty soon uh, for our audio and video platform. You can catch later on uh, on the YouTube channel by subscribing to the Life Group Podcast Network. But we'll keep this 
Facebook, uh, the, the live feed going within the group uh, here in the comments. Uh, you, you guys have any parting words for our audio feed? Uh, if I may, man, uh, tune in this Sunday to the uh, Total Basis podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame. Uh, we're going to bring in Melvin, uh, uh, Melvin Lopez, who does the – who's doing a great job updating us with the, uh, with the Caribbean. I'm uh, not the Caribbean league. Uh, it is a Caribbean league, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah the, the winter, winter leagues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. The winter leagues down in Mexico, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Venezuela. Uh, just, you know, this is what I like about these groups, man, that they, there's always a niche that someone says, Hey, you know, what's not being covered this right here. And, uh, and when the pandemic happened, uh, we had the, some of the, our, our Asian friends, uh, uh, tell us about the Taiwanese league and, and all that. So it's a pretty, I mean, this is what, this is what social media is about, right? It's not just talking shit about each other, but it's also uh, informing us about stuff that we normally don't see. But uh, Melvin's also, uh, from what I gather, is a pretty good uh, uh, historian about the game as well. So that's why I brought him in uh, for this upcoming Sunday to talk about the Hall of Fame. And uh, uh, yeah, this, you know, there's a lot of guys who are uh, probably not deserving to go next year and there's a bunch of guys who are probably deserving what but, but with questionable marks and intents and we'll discuss those uh issues on sunday yeah, that's fantastic man absolutely yeah. I'll, I'll be looking for it i'll be tuning in give y'all shit especially sean oh <laughs> 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 uh, no nah, you guys do an excellent job just keep on doing what you're doing you're doing actually, you man. know, as as a first time dad, you still killing it there. You're killing it on a podcast. That's what we're talking about. I mean, that life difference, man. We do everything. Hey, man. Life. I, I, a special shout out. It's that's on the record now. Uh, you know, Kevin Durant said that his mom was the real MVP when he won the MVP. Well, right now, my wife is the real MVP. <laughs> uh, I, I, I got another podcast to do that has nothing to do with the Life Group podcast. I have another podcast on Saturday that I'm going to be recording with one of my friends. We're going to be talking about video games. So I'll be, uh, uh, whenever that gets uploaded, I'll be putting a link up on the on the Pop Culture Life Group. So, yeah, three podcasts, and I'm like an NBA player now. They, they, they do, like, what, the three games in five nights? I mean, three podcasts and a number of uh, days here upcoming. So uh, my wife's a real MVP for allowing me to do this, and so she can just watch the baby on her lonesome. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, man, we, we really appreciate you have coming Absolutely. on and uh, uh, your time. Uh, be on the lookout I, 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 in the group. I'm looking into uh, starting up a fantasy basketball league for Yahoo or some other platform, but uh, give more details on that later on. Be on the lookout for that. And come back at you next week uh, before Thanksgiving. And uh, free agency starts on Friday. So uh, mm. until next week, ball out.